Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films. Whether you're a first time listener or a long time listener, like I say, every episode is super appreciated and thank you so much for your constant, constant support. Now first of all, thank you so much all for your patience on the new episode. I did state on the last time I recorded on the pod that I would be away and I have been away for my wedding anniversary in probably the most magical place ever. Disneyland honestly had an absolute blast it was excellent and I honestly honestly could waffle on a whole separate podcast episode about the rides and just how good and magic it really was but we're here now back talking about films and I couldn't really ask for a more fitting film to catch upon my return from Disneyland than Disney's latest release The Haunted Mansion now obviously there was a Haunted Mansion film before back in 2003, which starred Eddie Murphy, and it really wasn't that great. But this film isn't a sequel or anything like that. This is a whole new idea and story that's based from the theme park ride. And just off the bat, I'm just going to say that I quite enjoyed this latest release, directed by Justin Simeon. Again, apologies if I'm mispronouncing the surname there. I haven't caught much, if any, of his work prior to this release, but I think in terms of direction, he certainly had a lot to play with and definitely utilised the backdrop of a haunted house to as full as potential as you could, given that this is a Disney film, you know, at the end of the day, which kind of brings in a slight negative I had for the film, being that I'm not really sure who this was aimed at, to be honest, because it might sound quite dumb saying that, given that it's a Disney film, and and they do aim for that younger audience, so to speak, but the film felt too mature for a young, or very young audience, but then not like horror enough, or scary to air quote enough, for the older audience members. It's kind of like this weird grey area that you, you will find enjoyment from, but you also maybe want a little bit more from the scares, perhaps. That's just my thoughts, anywho. But for a Haunted Mansion film... I do think that this was just fine, and, and we're going to talk more about it over the course of this episode. Say, let me know as well your thoughts if you've seen Haunted Mansion. But the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts as to rss.com. Jump onto the socials and search Joe Blogs About Films into Instagram, Facebook, and like and follow on there. That'd be awesome. Have a chit chat about films, this and that. But more importantly, wherever you are listening to this podcast episode from, whether that be Apple or Spotify or wherever, if you could hit the notification button so you can be notified when episodes are uploaded and Finally, if you could leave us a review, because that would just be tip-top. That'd be lovely. Okay, time to get spooky, because single mother Gabby buys a Louisiana mansion and discovers that it's direly haunted. She enlists paranormal tour guide Ben Mateus to help her rid the place of spooks. So instantly, I was on board with the story, but I felt that the script was pretty bang on. Until a certain point point towards the end which we will come to however you are brought nicely to the characters so that you've got a real understanding of them and where they currently are in life you know what positions they stand in on the supernatural this and that and then throw them into this haunted manner where skeptics are no more and it's a case of stopping the ghost or a particular ghost from continuing their hauntings I felt all of that was just a big tick, tick, tick. Like, all of it was handled super, super well. And there's some real, real potential in the film for great scares. They're okay at best. It's maybe a little bit scary for a much younger child, but I thought they were handled quite well. Mainly the execution from director Justin Simeon, because, you know, you get those spooky, dimly attics, you know, mirrors in place at the right moment. We get a ghoul popping up with an axe or whatever, or as a character's walking down a corridor, paintings will start to change, this and that. It's all to good effect for this Disney film. 
but nothing that makes you absolutely like fly out of your chair or anything like that. Like I'm very, I'm very nuanced and balanced about the whole thing. If I'm being honest, if that wasn't coming across already, because the cast of say is made up with some great names. You know, you've got Lakeith Stanfield, Rosaria Dawson, Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, Danny DeVito, Jimmy Lee Curtis, Jared Leto, and a young actor, Chase Dillon, who is tremendous. Like I thought he was really, really strong in this film. Funny, cheeky, the right level of petrified when required. I think he's got a real career ahead of him, that young chap. So again, top, top work. Now I was left extremely impressed with Lakeith Stanfield. Now it is so great seeing Stanfield getting these big roles with big studios as he is undoubtedly talented. Crazy seeing him go from Atlanta to these big, big projects. But he plays in this film Ben Mateus, who is an astrophysicist that created a camera to detect dark matter, so ghosts basically. And then we get like a and we get a contrast of seeing him at like full happiness and almost glowing, like his exchanges with future wife Alicia, who's played by Charity Jordan. Man, they were bouncing back and forth, and they were a joy to see on screen together, like instantly believable and a great dynamic the film had to work with, which brings me to the main theme of the film, which is grief. Stanfield's Mateus is sadly now a grief-stricken husband who is carrying on his wife's work, being a tour guide for spooky walks and ghost stories. However, this time, his belief in all of that has diminished due to this this tragic loss. Now, Stanfield plays this role brilliantly, to be honest. He has a truly beautiful and heartbreaking monologue regarding his wife passing that it certainly moved me and I was just taken aback by, like I say, not only the monologue, but that performance behind it all in this moment from Stanfield. But not just that, but all the way through, he's like at the top in terms of performance. I just really bought in to his character very, very easily. The fantastic dynamic that he has with Charity Jordan in the film really leads to some extremely touching moments between the two without any cliches, might I add, or tropes that, you know, is another massive big thumbs up. You know, you're you're doing a ghost story at the end of the day. His wife has sadly passed away. They could have very easily somehow had it in the script that he would see her again as a ghost, but they didn't go down that road. And I was really, really happy with that. There was a couple of other things as well that they did where you're kind of thinking like his relationship in, in like chemistry between Rosario Dawson's character, you're like, are they going to end up getting none of that? Like it really, honestly, the film handled it all, all so well. Given that, that, that yes, we are dealing with loss and ghosts in the film, they dealt with it, like I say, all in all in such a believable and realistic way. And it might be sounding again odd me saying that given what the film is that we're reviewing. But what I mean is, is that in the midst of the madness and ghosts and ghouls, having some real themes of their like loss and grief and then landing it too, that elevated the film for me. Like that was a big, big win in my eyes. Again, fantastic performance from Stanfield and pretty much everyone else is pretty great too. There's not really one character where I was like, mm, not too sure on them. I mean, in terms of casting, you couldn't have asked for a better ensemble. Like each actor bringing their own flair to this film. For for the most part, it did work. There were there were a few jokes, obviously that that landed like a lead balloon. But overall, I just I just enjoyed every character interacting with one another in this like kind of say in this haunted mansion. Owen Wilson breezes his way through as a failed exorcist wannabe priest. He seems to have a good thing with Disney at the moment, given you know he was ace in Loki and he was good in this too has a humorous prayer as well to god exclaiming god just give us a break or <laughs> something like that i really really did enjoy that rosario dawson as gabby in the film probably should have maybe more screen time than what she was 
given because she definitely was pushed to one side in the film at times. And again, she's a very, very good performer. So it was good, you know, again, a good performance in this film, but I probably just wanted a little bit more from her. Um, and that's just down to the script more than anything. I felt that her and Chase Dillon worked well as a mother-son relationship. I've just been praising Chase Dillon a moment ago, but they both were really great and believable again, uh, that relationship between the two, which led to some excellent and great comedy. Danny DeVito was in here, and just Danny DeVito is just Danny DeVito, let's be honest. If you don't find him funny, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Like I, I just genuinely love seeing Danny DeVito in these kind of films. You know, Tiffany Haddish gets a good amount of screen time as well in the film. Thought she was really great and another real bright spark. She's the medium of the bunch who brings in astral projection and the insidious fan of me was like yes just expecting now to see the red red faced demon pop up at any time jamie lee curtis as well yeah she's in it comes in acts well then exits nothing really more to say but jared leto finally he's also in this barely but he is in this he's like i mean sure like you can tell that the main bad ghost has similar facial features to leto and we do see him in a painting this and that but the ghost could have been anyone, really, but I thought that his character, Alistair Crumb, aka the Hatbox Ghost, is just he is just a bit of a grump, to be honest with you, that's haunting other ghosts and other people who live there. He's got a motive that he's gunning to achieve, but it's all very paint-by-numbers. I need to get this so that I can haunt forever, this and that. Not really anything outside the box with it, but he was all right to say. You know, just one of those, like, I could, you could tell at times it was his voice, but... You know, like, one of my friends was like, oh, was he overacting as usual? I was like, he didn't really get much to go. It's like, the cast is well padded, which I did I did like, and I said there's some great back and forth and dynamics, whatever. But, like, I do feel that other characters may have got, like, pushed to one side. Like I said, Rosario Dawson and, and some others, I said, you know, not everyone's going to get your full, you know, screen time they probably deserve. But I thought Leto was fine anyways. I did say, speaking of Leto, about there was a part of the script that the, the script was decent, sorry, up, up until a certain point. And that certain point revolves around Leto's hatbox ghost, you know. I think that our heroes in the film have to leave one mansion to go to another to find and locate a specific object to, you know, to do with stopping his ghost. I just thought it was pretty daft. I did. I genuinely thought it was pretty stupid. I felt like it was just there to pad out the film and they'd probably better off just, just leave it all in one mansion, you know, just have it all there. If he lived there before, then surely his stuff would be, you know what I mean? I just, it just seemed a very strange plot point. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't, didn't buy into that at all. But if you're a fan of the rides, just speaking of like Easter eggs and such, I think you'll certainly notice a lot of them. There's some pretty cool nods in this. It was, quite fresh in mine and my wife's head obviously the ride having just been on the bloody thing but there was really really cool uh, easter eggs in there that i thought were pretty grand pretty pretty even like the chair that you sit in to go around the haunted mansion in the ride like there's like a nod to that as well i think it's danny devito that's getting like pulled out of the <laughs> out of the mansion in this chair or whatever someone is anyways but it was really really cool like, just little nods like that or like the paintings or yeah you'll know them when you see them anyways basically but yeah, I, I felt like in terms of not being a, a carbon copy of a two thousand of the two thousand three film, or even really going over what the ride did, this had to be something new at the end of the day because they couldn't just reboot it, but literally just shot for shot do everything they did in the first one. Because I think that if I'm right in thinking that the Eddie Murphy film tackled like what is the haunted mansion ride story, so you need to do something different. But I felt like they did a pretty good job. Like it's not a bad film. I think that. It probably will do better when it drops on Disney Plus, if I'm being honest. There is good fun to be had in the film, and if not that, 
then there is some brilliant performances in there for folk to enjoy. Like I said, there's some real, real strong performances. And I do think this has got great rewatchability, you know. I think especially around Halloween, like it's, for me, it's not like a, it's not going to be one that I'd be absolutely against watching again. I think it did its job really, really well. And maybe, as I say, they should have held off and released it, at, you know, in October. But part of me is also thinking, have they done this, released it now, or over summer, we should say, so that it probably will be on Disney Plus by October? Because you just know that more people will end up streaming it than probably going to the cinema, which is a crying shame, because people go to the cinema. <laughs> but still, it's decent enough Haunted Mansion. does the job that I would expect it to. You know, I wasn't coming out completely like that was absolutely awful, or even coming out being like, the best film ever, just somewhere in the middle there. So I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10 for me. Really, really great stuff. Mainly, they say the, the performance from Lakeith Stanfield is just absolutely top, top draw. But let me know if you've seen The Haunted Mansion, what your thoughts are on this remake. Do you prefer the original? Do you prefer the ride? Do you prefer this film? Whatever it is, let me know. Get in touch on the socials. Love to have a chit-chat. It's great to be back. Thank you once again for your constant support. I'll be getting more film reviews on the podcast very, very soon. But until then, thank you again. Take care.